God bless everyone. This is Prophet Elia and I thank the Lord Jesus for the grace he has given me to be here with you today. And I know that God is going to bless you beyond measure. And I know that something amazing will happen to you and for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I want you to share this and I want you um, to be ready because what we are going to talk about is very sensitive and is very powerful and it is designed to take you to the place that God Almighty desires for you to be. So I want you to be prepared. I want you to let somebody know that prophet is live and God is going to change your life today. So share this as many times as you can. And I believe that the Lord God Almighty is going to visit you, is going to touch you and your life will never be the same to the glory of his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want you to be prepared. I want you to type where you're watching from. I want you to message somebody. I want you to WhatsApp somebody. Whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, let somebody know that the prophet is live and your life will never, ever be the same. Uh, this is a very deep message that God gave me yesterday. I was speaking to one of my sons, uh, uh, Prophet Maluk, I think around uh, 2 or 3 a.m. I was uh, giving him advice and I was speaking to him as a father would speak to a son. And God touched my heart. He told me what you said to him, say to everybody else. And uh, I am moved by the Spirit of God to share this with you. So I want you to be prepared. I want you to be ready because I promise you this is going to take you to the level that you have been waiting for God to take you to. Amen. This will do that. Every message that I speak, the only intent that I have, the only reason why I am here is simply that Jesus will be seen. Not that they may see me, not that I may be known, just simply that the Lord Jesus and him alone will be known. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to be prepared. I want you to be prepared. I want you to be prepared because God Almighty is going to reveal himself to you. Hallelujah. So, uh, YouTube, are you there? Let me see those who are in YouTube real quick and just, uh, uh, YouTube, God bless you. Uh, Bishop, uh, Bishop Jones is on, my son Fabian, my son, my daughter, my son uh, Fabian, uh, my daughter, my daughter uh, uh, is also on there. I'm seeing my other daughter on there. I'm seeing a lot of my people here. Uh, God bless you, and uh, uh, and I tell you, something special God is going to do for you this day. Now listen to me carefully, and understand this with all your heart. There, there's a reputation. There is a reputation. that you have before men. Mm -hmm. There's a reputation you have before your family. There is a reputation you have in your community, but we will generalize it and say, before men. Yeah. And then there is a reputation or testimony that you have before God. Mm -hmm. 
there is a testimony you have before men and when when the bible says testimony you have to understand testimony simply means reputation yeah or what you have witnessed concerning a particular thing or a person or a subject mm -hmm. so there is a testimony that you have before men like an example there are spiritual sons and daughters that I have a great testimony concerning. Say, ah, my son Reuel is faithful. This son has been there for me. This son has held my hand. This is a good son. Or I can say the same thing about, like, I'll pick like my daughter Paula and say, Paula is a faithful daughter. Mm -hmm. She always serves. She always looks for a way to to to. To 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 feed me or something like that. Uh, my daughter Chandel is like doesn't look for any kind of recognition. She just does the work of God, the reputation before your father, and many other sons and daughters have great reputations before their spiritual father, or their earthly fathers and mothers, or their community, and then there is a reputation that one ought to have before God. Mm -hmm. There is a testimony. There is a testimony. There is a testimony that you need to have, that God needs to have concerning you. Mm -hmm. There is a testimony that you need to have that God can testify about you before angels. Mm, that's good. You have to have a testimony that God can show off before creation mm -hmm. concerning you. Can you go check? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you have to understand by the Spirit of God that there are levels and dimensions of walking with God. Some of you are desiring an intimate place with God. Some of you desire to see the move of God. Some of you desire to see the strength of God. Some of you desire to see the transforming power of God. But what testimony does God have concerning you? I have come to learn that God, there are things, there are general blessings that He gives to all His children. And there are specific blessings that He preserves, that He sets apart, that He has put away specifically. For those 
whom have a great testimony before him. I want you to capture this and capture this the best way that you can. Being a Christian does not mean Being a Christian does not mean you have a great testimony before God. Being a Christian does not mean you have a great testimony before God. Because some Christians are operating off grace which we all ought to. But they are camouflaged. They are camouflaged. Make up a rabbi. Jesus. But they are camouflaged. Uh, did you send me something? I didn't see anything. I just saw you coming down. Jesus. Thank you, Lord 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 Jesus. Kaparadabasakataya. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is this is uh, this is paramount. What I'm telling you. This is so important. What I'm telling you. This is why so many can never receive the great portion of what God has. They hope, they pray, they plead, but they don't get anything because being a Christian does not mean you have a good reputation with God. There are people who walk simply off grace. These are the Christians who put no effort in their walk with God, everything is God is still working on me. <laughs> is somebody catching me? These are the Christians that if you find them doing something wrong, you say, brother, sister, uh, you shouldn't do that. They will say, well, God is still working on me. <laughs> they will say, I am a work in progress. There is a level of stewardship that God needs out of a man or a woman in order for him to invest life-changing things in an individual. Uh, Paul said it like this. I shall not frustrate the grace of God. Mm. 
meaning grace can be frustrated. Meaning grace can be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can exhaust grace even though it is available to catch you but you can exhaust the grace of God. So I myself I desire not to be that man that God can say you are frustrating me. If you go to Genesis chapter 6 the Bible says that the spirit of God said God said my spirit shall no longer fight with men no longer. Mm-hmm. Meaning God can get tired. God can get tired of dealing with somebody. God rejected Saul. Meaning God can reject somebody. Saul was still the anointed one of God, but he had no good reputation before God. Let me show you something. Go to the book of uh, Matthew, I believe. No, Mark, go to Mark. Go to Mark. Okay. Mark chapter 9, chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. Mark chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. Mark chapter 1 verse 9 to 11. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass in those days yes that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee mm-hmm. and was baptized of jo- John in mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Verse 10. And straight away coming up out of the water he saw the heavens opened mm-hmm. and the spirit like a dove descending mm-hmm. upon him. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. And there came a voice from heaven yes. saying thou art my beloved son mm-hmm. in whom I am well pleased. Now you have to understand that the word beloved God is confessing this son there is none like him. He is unique. He is one of a kind. He has a perfect testimony before me and he pleases me well. Every Christian sings Jesus loves me. What kind of love yeah. does he love you with? Go to Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. Verse 10 to 11. Daniel chapter 10 verse 10 to 11. Mhm. And behold, an hand touched me which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands mm-hmm. verse 11 and he said unto me mm-hmm. o daniel a man greatly beloved understand the words wait that- wait 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 notice god is saying the same thing about daniel same thing to daniel what he said to jesus no 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 i don't think you're understanding this an angel is confessing how god feels about daniel 
An angel is appearing, angel Gabriel is appearing to Daniel and is there to interpret a vision to Daniel. He looks at Daniel and he says, Daniel, beloved. Uh -uh, you're not getting it. Aye. Beloved. The same line God used for his son Jesus. Mm -hmm. God is using it for Daniel. God is looking and said, beloved servant of the most high God. Most esteemed. Meaning Daniel's testimony before God. Mm -hmm. Stood differently from any other man in his time. Wow. The devil was walking to and fro from the earth. And he came to present himself before God in the book of Job chapter 1. Let's go to Job chapter 1. Let me wow. show you something. Karabasataya babaya. Lekedebe sakudia makakosh. Le para makadia makasoka paradabaya kata. Rebakutia masta anka kakaya bata. E rabakataya badaba. Alabakataya. Chapter 1. Job chapter 1 from verse 7. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence come thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said from going to and forth from the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said to Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? There is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and fears evil. God is testifying. <laughs> I wish you'd understand what right. God is saying here. God is saying in the time of Job, there is no one like Job. These are men with great testimonies. Great testimonies that God can testify concerning. These are men that became the scripture that God breathed into the prophets and they wrote. Mm -hmm. These were not just uh, regular men. These were men with a testimony from God. Can God testify about you? Ooh. I'll tell you the benefits. I'll tell you the benefits of God having a great testimony about you. But I want you to think. There are men that walk on the earth that God can boast of. And there are people that are just uh, going on the earth in the name of God, but they have no God in them. Not saying that they are not Christian. Mm -hmm. God cannot testify of them. And if God cannot testify of you, God cannot invest in you the way he would in somebody that he actually is well pleased with. Ah. Let me show you something.
Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. Amen. God is regretting creating every human being. Verse 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. God got hurt that he created human beings. Hi. Because they were too wicked. Verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy man who I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowl of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. God said, I am changing my mind why I made them. Mm -hmm. Verse 8, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Wait, God said, I'm destroying every man. So Noah is not a man. Notice there is man and then there is Noah. Wow. God is saying, I will destroy every man from the face of the earth. But if God is destroying every man, why is he sparing Noah? Mm -hmm. Look at this. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9. And these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just. A just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Listen. God is saying I'm destroying every man. But Noah is not a man. Because he's a beloved of God. He has a perfect testimony before God. He is a righteous and perfect man in his generation. When God looks at 2020, can he look at you and say, uh, so and so is a perfect man Sorry. in his generation. So and so is a just man. There is none like him on the earth. Can God say that about you? Can God say that about you? Yeah. Can God testify about you? You read about Enoch. Enoch is the same thing. He was a perfect man. A just man that walked with God until he was no more. Notice these men were unique. Everyone that I'm mentioning did something on the earth that no one else did. Yeah. Moses, his brother and sisters are arguing about him, mm -hmm. backbiting him. God came down to defend him and said, how dare you speak about my friend, a perfect man that sees me face to face. Can God say that about you? Wow. Can Jesus sit in heaven and say, wow, look at my son, look at my daughter. It's easy to say Jesus loves me. No, Jesus loves everyone, even the world. Mm -hmm. So you are not unique because you received salvation. 
Because salvation was given for everyone. Yeah. So you are not unique in the sense that you received salvation. No. Your reputation before God is what separates you from mm -hmm. everyone. Your reputation, kapara masuki tibia makata. Your reputation. Can I be honest with you? True men of God on the earth. True mm -hmm. friends of God on the earth. True people with a reputation on the earth. True servants of God, anointed of God on the earth. There are no more than ten. I'm being honest with you. I'm not saying others are not men of God. But I'm talking men with reputation before God. Men that God has invested in them great things that can change a whole generation for tens and thousands of years wow are not many do you realize that jesus chose 12 men and those 12 men could change the whole world mm -hmm. there are many followers There are many followers of Jesus. So many. So many followers of the Lord Jesus. So many followers of the Lord Jesus. So many amazing, <laughs> so many, so many followers of the Lord Jesus, but very few, listen to me, very few mm -hmm. esteemed servants of God. A lot of the men of God that you see are empty. Okay. A lot of the men of God that you see A lot of the men of God that you see, that you think are powerful, they are empty. Hmm. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm speaking to myself. Somebody wrote, I am one of them, only uh, Jesus Christ teach me. Huh? That in itself shows that you are not. If God invested in people that can teach you, 
God is, uh, is anointing prophets, apostles, teachers, pastors, evangelists, that you're saying only Jesus should teach me. <laughs> you're in trouble. That is, that is self-righteousness. You think it is something special. If you cannot listen to the ones that God sent, you're in trouble. What can God testify about you? What can God testify about you? Shy. What can God stand? What can God testify about you? What can God speak of you? What can God speak of you? What can God confess of you? You know, le let me tell you something. Let me explain something. Let me explain something, son. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. Let me try and help somebody. Go, go back down. The same person said, only Jesus teach me. And then he wrote, it's not time yet. <laughs> let me tell you something. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. If he does not change, 10 years from now, you'll still be saying it's not my time yet. Wow. Let me explain to you a simple truth. It is not unique. It is not unique for the Holy Spirit to instruct you. That is something that every believer has been given. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit can minister to anybody. So that doesn't make you unique. That's, there's nothing special about that. That is a heritage of every believer. Yeah. But the experience of being with God is exclusive. Because not everybody has entered that place. Not everybody walked with God like Moses, but even Moses was taught by his... By his uh, father-in-law, mm -hmm. Jethro, the priest, even corrected Moses. But Moses could hear and Moses could follow what mm -hmm. God was saying through his father-in-law. But people who are immature, they will say, only Jesus teaches me. And they think that they have done something exclusively. They are so unique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christians, eish, eish, eish. may the Lord have mercy on us. There's nothing like that. God looked at Moses and said, and Moses even wrote his testimony before God. He said, now Moses was the meekest man in the face of the earth. What testimony do you have before God? Mm -hmm. What testimony do you have before God? 
a lot of these people you see yeah, standing and preaching, I tell you, many of them, take it from me as a prophet, many of them don't have a good reputation before God. Yeah. Let me tell you the benefits. The benefits of having a great reputation before God. Number one, God will defend you before men. Mm -hmm. Can your reputation ruin your salvation? No. It can't. Monteli, it cannot. This is a different subject altogether. Yeah. Number one, God will defend you. Facebook, are you there? Number one, God will defend you. Whoever speaks ill of you, they have a problem with God himself. Yeah. God will defend you. God will fight for you. God will guard your reputation. God will protect your reputation. God will not allow your good to be spoken of evil. Amen. Number two, they can change God's mind because they are God's friend. Jeremiah prayed and God told him, even if Moses and Samuel stood before me, I will not change my mind concerning these people. But notice God is testifying of Moses and Samuel that they had the ability to convince God to change his mind. Wow. This is, these are men that can make God do something because they are at a level where they have pleased him so much, God cannot withhold anything from them. Moses looked at God and said, God, repent of this evil. How can you bring the children of Israel from Egypt and destroy them because they have sinned? The Bible says, and God repented. Remember, to repent doesn't mean to sin. Yeah. To repent means change your mind. Because the children of Israel sinned against God. God was angry. He said, I will wipe them all out and I will make a covenant with you, Moses. And Moses, you'll be the one that will be the father of this nation. Mm -hmm. Moses said, no, Lord, you can't do that. It's evil. 
What will people say concerning you? Notice Moses is protecting God's reputation even though the people are wrong. And the Bible literally says that the Lord God repented and told Moses, go and talk to them. When you have a good testimony before God, you have the ability to speak to God concerning matters and God will be compelled to do it. This is why some of you pray for things for so long. There is no movement. Because your prayer is being processed like everyone else. Yeah. But then there are people who when they submit a petition before God, God removes them, it puts them, it's like when you have a membership. Yeah. <laughs> a gold membership. You'll be jumping over the line of everybody because this is God's, even angels say, hey, hey, stop, this is God's friend. Mm. Papa, this is the first request. Wow. There are people who can move God. There are people who know how to touch the heart of God and do this and God cannot hold anything back. Number three. Not only can they change God's mind, but their prayer avails much. What does it mean to avail? Their request before God is of the most importance. Their request before the Lord God is of the most (laughs) importance. Of the most importance. Go up. Yeah, open that comment. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why it is a problem when a child of God does not work. Does not work towards perfection. How many times have you heard people say, I am not perfect? They are contradicting what God is saying. Mm -hmm. There are men that God look at and he says they are perfect. But you have confessions concerning yourself. I am just a man. I am not perfect. You have already said me, God, I will never work to be that one that has a good reputation before you. Wow. Don't confuse what men call good for what God calls good. Are you following? If you are there, just say, I am following. If you are there, just say, I am following. 
I am following. In everything you do, in everything you do, as a believer, as a believer, everything you do, you must always pose the question, am I pleasing to God? There are people, because of their great reputation before heaven, God cannot even allow them to fall in the trap of the enemy. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will always, these are people that are diamonds before God because one of them is more important than the 99. Mm -hmm. Imagine God can abandon 99 sheep unprotected to go and find one. What is the value of that one? The value of that one is more than the 99 because he's willing to lose 99 but to save that one. Yeah. That means that one is not equivalent to 99. He's more than the 99. He has the ability to gain more. Yeah. He has the ability to gain thousands more, not just 99. Mm -hmm. Wow. So what you need to know today Because if the one was equivalent to 99, he has no need to go for them. He has to be more. This day, look at your life. Sincerely and with all honesty. With all honesty. Go before God and think about your life before God. Do I please God with what I do? With how I speak? With how I walk, 
Do I have a good testimony before God? To be born again is not your testimony, it's Jesus' testimony. It's about what Jesus did. Are you a living sacrifice before God? Or are you a pretending sacrifice before God? Okay. This day, humble yourself before the Lord. And ask the Lord to give you the ability to walk a life that is pleasing unto him. That he can just sit there and say, this is my beloved daughter. This is my beloved son. This one, there is none like him on the earth. Who is like him? Where can I find another like him? This one is my, my personal person. Remember on Facebook they used to have, no, on MySpace, the MySpace days, they used to have my faves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you on God's my faves? Sure. Or are you that child that is so difficult but your parents still loves you because they are your parent? I want you to think about this. This is something that you're going to pray for. I am not. Desire a great reputation before God. Don't look like you're pleasing God, but please God indeed. Amen. Please God indeed. Acknowledge him in all your ways. You begin to please him. Fear sin. You begin to please him. Let your heart change. The Holy Spirit can only suggest to your heart, but it's up to you to change. I love you, and the Lord Jesus loves you more. Bless you, and shalom.